not even my clothes either. I'll rather put all the clothes in the camera. Oh my god. That's. <laughs> I would not want my mom to see anything I've ever posted in any Discord, probably. I'm going through the five stages of grief that your mom now knows things that I've said. Oh, jeez. And the one thing I definitely hope my mom never finds is this podcast. Hello, welcome to Suplex Society, where Hello. we watch wrestling and talk about it. I'm Metal Blood. With me is my co-host, Spooky James. Spooky, say hi. Hi, uh, my mom watches it. My mom listens to this podcast. Hi, mom. Spooky's also, mom. Also, hi, all of Canada. What's up, Canada? I promise to only talk a little bit about you today. And also with me is Tater. Hello, Tater. Hello. My mom also listens to this, and she said that there's a lot of cursing, but it's nothing she hasn't heard before. Mm. Oof. I'm probably most of that. Oh, no. Oh, I, I cuss a lot. Tater's if, mom, I sincerely apologize, but also I you can't I can't change. It's too late. Yeah, Tater's mom, we, send me some uh. Beef. Can't go do that. I'm I'm gonna intercept that beef jerky and take it. And oh, then also, if we had like a a bleep for the cursing, it would just sound like just a flatline the entire hour. <laughs> oh, like yeah, bleep, yeah. ot bleep, <laughs> Usos, Rhea Ripley, <laughs> Rhea Ripley, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god did, oh uh, did you guys see that picture i sent which picture mm. it was a, a of her commenting on her husband's instagram oh. oh that was her husband yeah yeah that's her husband oh He's i just thought it was random wrestling i thought that she was just being adorable well that makes it even cuter uh, isn't it yeah it's very adorable her husband Buddy matthews uh, was in a good yeah. match this week yeah, yeah he was yeah he uh he was in, he's in the house of black which is really cool props that's so funny that he's in AEW's spooky team, and he Rhea is Rhea. married to Rhea Ripley, who is sort of WWE's Lady Spooky. Yeah, yeah, she's. Uh, you know what's funny is last week when Julia Hart was fighting, um, I forget her name from the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh yeah. The promos leading up to it, the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society lady was like, "I'm gonna take you down, you spooky bitch," and. <laughs> The crowd uh, started chanting, "Let's go, Spooky!" Yeah, I need I need to get that as a sound effect. So Hell yeah, we gotta find that. Up. Um, did you want to hear my Spooky cheer for you? Oh, uh, yes. not really. Boo! Got him. There you go. Uh, Got right. his ass. Can, can we just give t- talk about Tater's uh, nickname? Is uh, Tater Broken Back Fucking Tot? Over- <laughs> That's Damn. bullshit. Damn. Yeah, leave it to leave it to the friends to make fun of a spinal injury. It's fine. Went right, right for the spine. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, we're right. We're we're straight for your weakness, all right? You know, after at, when I was gonna when I was gonna introduce Tater, I was gonna say, and from her floor, Tater Tot, and I decided to leave that one be. Oh, why? But no, it still that? it still comes around. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I, you know what? This is well, my last we... podcast. It's pretty great. Um, uh, it's right siren to the floor. <laughs> I hate oh. it here. First segment. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about my back. No more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a little, a uh, little icebreaker question for y'all. Ooh. If we want to kick it off, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling move? A great question. I only know one, so that's gonna be the suplex. <laughs> It's it's classic, right? Yo, I'm trying to think of what the suplex has uh, a weird like um 
I don't know. Like you just immediately think about wrestling, right? That's why we chose it for the podcast name. Yeah, yeah. That's actually. Just, I think like the one move I think most normal people probably know what to talk about. It just sounds funny. Give them a suplex. Suplex city. And like I always think suplexes are funny because I think there's a lot of teamwork required to pull it off. You have to have like there's obviously the person doing it and the person who's being the victim of it. But the victim usually, you know, just for effect, like sticks their legs straight up, which has to require a lot of core work. And like, it's like they don't need to be doing that. If you're if you're being lifted up and you're putting your legs straight up, like, why are you doing that? But looks cool. It looks very cool. struggle bugging. And then as you're dropped, obviously, I always think the always thing I always think uh, when someone gets a suplex is like you fell maybe one foot further than the person lifting you the person lifting you also fell on their back how much could it possibly hurt right but that brings us back to the kayfabe of ah, just you know just ignore it it's for it's for fun for funsies i'm trying to think of what my um hmm is it is a tie is a tie between the hurricanic i absolutely love luchadors mm. um or uh what is uh what's the fucking hangman adam pages uh move where he oh the like the so spinning lariat is that what it is where he flips over the ropes and clothesline yeah yeah it's called it's called the dead eye the dead eye I, I, yeah. I absolutely absolutely love it like it's really i, I think a lariat and clothesline are interchangeable as far as i know but i've heard it described as a lariat all i know is it looks fucking sick he makes hey. it look really cool oh you have one more favorite move yes. um yeah. it's whatever the little hop snoop dog did over miz uh, people, the people, just like little hop. The people elbow. Yeah, I think he did the hop, and then he like led up to the to the people's elbow. Yeah, yeah but the little hops, my favorite people's elbows. I mean, it's good, but I mean, the little hops, what sent me? Is that the hop where he like he hops over him and goes to the next rope? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that all that all, all that whole that whole, all that is is the people's elbow. It, that would, yeah. First done by the Rock as a joke. Huh. When he put me in a real wrestling mood, he did it as a joke to make the other wrestlers in the back laugh. Because he was the most electrifying man and in man sports, sports entertainment. entertainment. Facts. Oh yeah, I love watching his promos. They're still funny as hell. Yeah, he could tell. Like the Rock always puts in so much showmanship. That's why he graduated to being the biggest Hollywood star in the world. Even though he plays the same fucking character in every fucking movie, he always has that button-up uh, safari shirt. You know, he plays. You know, you know, you know who he plays. Every character, The Rock. That's it. Yeah, he's always been The Rock. Like that's the only character. That's like, like none of his characters really have that much depth. They're just the same, same character. You know who I have to give it up for is Batista. Ooh. He he has a huge range. Like he's always the big guy, but Ooh. like he sometimes he's serious, sometimes he's comical, sometimes Dude, we, he's kind of goofy. He's great. I think you missed him in uh, was it Knock at the Cabin? Oh yeah, I've not seen Knock at the oh, Cabin. Oh yeah, it's so good. It was so cool. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious, dude. It was, the, it was such a weird, such a weird film, but it was so cool. Dude, he was he was really good. And they had that dude I from uh, what's his name, Ron from Harry Potter. Oh, Nick Nick Offer. Oh, Rupert Grint. Name? Yeah, yeah, him. I was thinking like, Ron Swanson. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. I fucking wish that Ron Swanson was in that movie. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny as fuck. No, I would have been gold. Uh, <laughs> I think I own that movie. I might, I, I might have to look. I might own that. It's not. I'll fuck it. No, oh, maybe we'll do a rewatch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, what's your yeah. what's your? Oh right, um, I would probably have to say like a power bomb. Like when they get like somebody on their shoulders and they just like slam them straight down. 
I think that's the most like effective move I've ever seen where I'm like, okay, that has to hurt. <laughs> right? Like, uh, uh, like there's no there's no de- denying it. We saw um I think Athena do it to a couple people outside of a ring. Um and it happened by the outcast as well. And it's always just like goes, oh like, god damn, good old fashioned power bomb. Hell yeah. Well, uh with that out of the way, would you guys like to hear some news? Yes. Yes. Okay, so this man stepping down? I hope so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not quite. However, there is some news in that department. Uh there was like a leaked email or something. Mm. Out of Vince McMahon, basically saying that, explicitly saying Triple H will remain in complete creative control. Oh, and thank God! So it sounds like Vince McMahon is somewhat stepping away, and it's possible that in the midst of WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania, probably he just stuck his fingers in the pie. You know what I mean? Just because he was around, because he didn't bother following them to Portland for the following SmackDown. Uh, so, you know, it remains to be seen how true it is, but it does look like, for now, nominally, Triple H is entirely control of the WWE creative. Imagine being such part of it, like Vince McMahon, and then, like, you get in charge, and everyone's like, oh, I fucking hate it. Like, imagine... Yeah! <laughs> everyone's just is like, disappointed. You think that, like, I'm glad that he is stepping away. But to me, that's just hilarious. I would be so embarrassed. Like, if I'm like, hey, Taylor, like, you're now in charge of the WWE, like, content creation. And, like, everyone booed. Like, I would be like, all right, you know what? I think that it's time to move to Canada and go get my dream job at Tim Hortons. We're going to bring the Canada in. Oh, yeah. where I'm at. Listen, obviously, the man is a billionaire. And he's been in charge of a giant corporation for many decades. So, obviously, he has a thick skin. But, you know... Because he's a uh, lizard. <laughs> to a certain extent, right? <laughs> I think he's still quite the narcissist and egomaniac, but I can't yeah. imagine like you do one show and immediately every headline is like, yeah, people want to quit. People are done. People are ready to jump. <laughs> I don't know how you feel with that. Running in, he ain't going to have an empire. It's yeah. like everyone yeah. would abandon ship. Well, also, let's be honest though, like Vince Man's oldest. Yeah, true. Triple H is not really young, but he also, like, he kind of knows what's happening in, like, the wrestling landscape, like, for younger fans, mm-hmm. like, people our age. What the Dude, fuck does Vince Paul, Paul Levesque is young enough to be doing the homework, to be watching yeah. what's going on in wrestling across the globe. Vince McMahon doesn't have that time. He doesn't have the energy to be doing that. Vince, Vince, Vince give McMahon's a like Mr. Burns. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, probably the best person I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, it's like because he's so out of touch and still thinking things were like from like the early 1900s and. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I I don't get me wrong. You know, I I respect him for you know making you know wrestling what it is today. Great. True. Yeah. But step down, right? Uh, but yeah, he was he was definitely of his time. I think he was I mean, he was managed to make wrestling huge because the 90s were a very different time. We were looking for something very different in our entertainment, and he happened to fit that time but yeah, i think he, he very made, quickly drifted away from it and yeah, that's why he, he wrestling, wrestling suffered yeah he made wrestling really cool where like it wasn't like just for like fucking little ass kids mm-hmm. like, it was, like it was cool you could, you could be a teenager and watch like the attitude era and then it went back to being where it was like a- after a while it was basically it was kind of silly yeah. were, like all the storylines really nothing made sense. thank fucking god that's the best news 
I am so. I hope, I, I, hope, I hope to God. Oh God, I don't, I don't want. I don't want them to fuck. Especially LW. Yo, can I say something? Speaking of LW, can they fucking Please. win? Can they fucking goddamn give them a win? Like goddamn <laughs> anybody. I don't care. Let them win. Beat somebody. Like the fuck. How you gonna bring the LWO back and then let them just be jobbers? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. All right, hold on to that thought for just a second. We have a little bit more news. Oh, we got more news. Oh, we got some more news, sir. Oh shit. Uh, the other big news has to do with, unfortunately, Drew McIntyre's Twitter, which mm. was recently completely blacked out. He removed the profile pic and he removed all traces of the words WWE from his bio and except for like the tag, which is Drew McIntyre WWE. Yeah. And some people are seeing that as a possible sign of his negotiations with WWE about his contract breaking down. Which would be very unfortunate. I love Drew McIntyre. I'm sure people love Drew McIntyre. Who knows why he did this? Or why his social marketing team did this. But I hope things resolve. If not, all I can say is Drew McIntyre's all elite, baby. <laughs> all elite. Yo, if he goes to AEW, <laughs> hell yeah. Mox- oh my god, dude. Drew McIntyre versus John Moxley. Let's fucking go. Oh, he oh comes out god. to save oh. the elite from this whole nightmare oh. that's happened. I love oh, it. please, this happened. You know, I don't want to say that. I, I want to say let it happen because it's not like I'm like, I hope you lose your job. But uh, you know, in case it does happen, be cool. Well, I didn't really. I didn't think it is though. Like nowadays, like since you do have AEW and you, you have a lot of more, I feel like like wrestling like it feels like it's getting more and more popular now. Mm-hmm. Like, since like I feel like wrestling kind of dropped off unless you were like real into wrestling. But now it's just feel like wrestling like kind of picking back up. Yeah, uh, well, with WrestleMania being kind of the most successful it's ever been, I think there's obviously a high watermark here on viewership. Yeah, plus, like, I feel like every, like, AEW saw that. Yeah, they're doing great. Yeah, so it kind of makes me happy. Like, I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, I want WWE or I want AEW. Nah, fuck that. I want everybody to win. Yeah, it's DC and Marvel. Like, as long as 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 we're doing quality all around, who gives a crap? It's all fun to watch. Like I will watch, I will watch a lot of indie most of my life. I would like to get into more indie. Art. Is New Japan Wrestling still a thing, or is it gone? Yeah, New Japan Wrestling. Yeah, sure. I thought I'd, I don't know why I assumed pandemic kind of killed it, but I, I almost am tempted to start watching New Japan Wrestling every now and then because it sounds like a lot of cool stuff comes out of there. Dude, they, I ain't gonna lie. Every time I watch there, yeah, have you ever seen a death match? I'm not. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta watch it. <laughs> because uh death Mo- funny stuff john moxley that's where he came from he came from like wrestling deathmatch which uh, is basically like really hardcore type of matches basically the best way to describe it like you know remember back air wrestling mm-hmm. it's kind of like that but less back air okay like, more like for fre- indie but it's really remember cool. they used to call it hardcore matches sort of yeah 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 i was, I was back in my day up. back in my day hate each other light like I, I always think of like triple h pedigreeing McFoley over a bunch of thumbtacks. Oh, dude, that's that 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 that's like. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, it's wild. Yo, I watched some uh, death matches. Watched a documentary. Yeah, man. Shout well, out to McFoley, shout out to you, my childhood. <laughs> I am sure there is other news, but I didn't write it down. So, what do you say <laughs> we talk about Monday night, April tenth, WWE Raw, and how that went? Gar. Well, Spooky, you'll have. Plenty of time to talk about the LWO because the first thing that we got was a Rey Mysterio who came out, said Viva La Raza. Ah, kind of gave a little talk about how sad he is that things didn't go the way he wanted to with Dominic. And well, do we ever 
ever expect Dominic to not show up and talk shit to his dad? Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, he came out. Bray Mysterio let him know that Bad Bunny is angry. We were talking on the phone and he's going to be back. So I guess they're kind of doing a little bit of setup for Bad Bunny to be part of this feud. Well, but uh, <laughs> Dominic says eh, more, more empty words from a deadbeat dad. <laughs> and I race. I don't know how. It's just he going at him. Keeps he coming just, back. He needs new material. We get it. He's a deadbeat dad. Come up with something else. Yeah. You have one eye on it. This is off topic. Well, I would like to see Dominic for fucking. Mm. Like, I feel like that would make it more vicious, just like more violent or more like both. Okay. He can start doing a like attacking people backstage and stuff. People would say Ray or something. He can attack them. Yeah. That would be a while. I would watch the show. <laughs> well, Ray, Ray challenged him to a fight, but instead of fighting him directly because Dom is such a little weenie. He brought out uh, Finn Balor to fight Ray instead. I, I was like, kind of like Finn Balor got his head fucked up. Like, I was like, maybe you should take a break. Like, take a couple, like, take a couple He's, weeks off. It's already been a week. His head healed. Uh, you can barely see his fucked up haircut anymore. Uh, still there. Uh, a concussion. This fight was pretty good. Obviously, Finn Balor is awesome. And Rey Mysterio is awesome. So it went pretty well. Finn Balor kind of held the upper hand for a while. And even my notes, I wrote down, oh, wow, like they're not cheating for once. Like this is straight up just Finn Balor beating Rey Mysterio. Uh, but of course, that didn't last very fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Dom started um, distracting. Eventually, Rey had to like dive out of the ring to get him and uh, slammed Finn Balor and Dominic. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. It was really good. I don't know. I, I honestly. That'd be interesting. Yeah. More Finn Balor all around. Finn Balor's great. Honestly, yeah. Like, I, I More honestly, Finn Balor. Uh, I'm not sold on the demon. I didn't see the heights of the demon. Oh, uh, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like not as good. That's wild. So, like, his, his demon from WrestleMania was his not as good mm. demon. Have you seen some of his better demons? No, I have not. Oh, his makeup, yes. I've seen pictures, yeah. and I, I agree. I've seen it look really I, cool, and it looked kind of, like, messy and uh, I think not honestly, as good. It wasn't as great because the head fucked up right in the beginning yeah maybe i think that probably one of the week i don't know i think it wasn't that it wasn't the best it was kind of goofy the goofy sort of grotesqueness yeah. uh but yeah so long story short eventually dominic did bring out a chain that bad, bad bunny blocked in wrestlemania ray actually managed to block it at once and then kind of got the upper hand on finn balor but Finn started distracting the ref, and Dom actually did manage to get a blow with the chain on Ray, and like, Finn Balor ended up getting, getting the pin. I was like, I was like, boo. Yeah, it's a bummer. Boo. Was, so there goes another loss for Ray. I guess you know I understand we have to keep the Judgment Day as a threat. Yeah, <laughs> so, but, like look at can Ray win a match. So whenever they feel win. close to losing, they start cheating and then they win. Uh, I I can't say shit. He did he did beat Dominic at like oh he did win. But I feel like it's like a normal Raw or SmackDown. He'd like yeah. every time. I'm like, oh my god, you better treat this legend with more respect. Oh, I forgot. There is a big uh, footnote over this entire night. There is was apparently a huge travel delay, oh, like yeah. a real one, and a lot of stars did not make it to the new arena for WWE Raw that night, and they ended up writing it a little bit. We'll talk about it in a minute into the actual show at a couple of points, which is super interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like... No, so it apparently really happened. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but it remains to be seen how much they've played it up and how much it actually affected events. Uh, we go backstage. 
Chad Gable and Maxine are arguing about what Otis should be wearing when all of a sudden we hear a ruckus we run around the corner and Lita's been attacked Ooh. and she like doesn't get a single word in but Adam Pierce kind of decides on the spot that like oh well we still have a match so Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus are going to defend the tag team titles against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez I'm going to be honest you know what I was thinking during this hmm. match was like how the fuck does Trish Stratus get to be in a tag match with a championship she's not even the champion no she's not it was really strange I, I was like it annoyed the shit I mean I'm like what that don't make sense like why would you why is she carrying the title? It is. It's a little fucked up. It's a very disrespectful to Lita, and we still haven't heard Shit who her. attacked her or what happened. She didn't say a word. She was just sort of like on the ground. The ones who found her were Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, so they tried to blame it on them at first. But I don't know whatever, yeah. for whatever reason that was. You know, they obviously knew that that was not true. I really weird. True. I was like, why? Why? Why, why the fuck would Liv? Why would the fuck would they attack her backstage when they're about to be her ass anyways? So we go to that fight. And honestly, pretty good fight. Um, minus one person. Minus, let's see. Yeah. You know, uh, we have Raquel doing her work, which is always awesome because Raquel is huge. So mm. she just like goes around throwing clotheslines, knocking people the fuck out. Dude, she could qualify for the Ent army in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she right. is. Yeah. She is sort of a lady Ent. She is. She is powerful as fuck. Uh, she did a twisting senton, which I thought was awesome because she's big. So a move like that looks like it hurts a lot. But uh, Becky Lynch managed to fight her back with the drop kick from the top ropes. Um, and at one point, I guess like I think all three of them were fighting on the top turnbuckle. I think it was like um, Trish Stratus oh, yeah. and Becky Lynch were trying to grab Liv Morgan off of the turnbuckle, and then Raquel grabbed all four of them and did like this wild four-person suplex, which was super cool. I fucking loved it, dude. That's such a badass move. Uh, but eventually, you know, uh, Liv manages to to hit uh, her Oblivion on Trish Stratus. She gets a surprise roll up, and she wins. So, giving the new tag team titles to Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. Congratulations, you deserve it. God bless. Thank you. Which God. I'm I'm all for. I, uh, love, I my love my guess is that what happened is they had the whole damage control arc but becky lynch was fighting them alone so they brought back lita and trish stratus to fight with him which is cool but then it ended up with them escalating to winning and getting the tag team titles but at the same time it's like no this is sort of a stunt right to have lita come back like we can't have lita running around the tag team title yeah so they quickly switched hands so that's why they brought trish stratus to sort of give lita i think think we all knew how much i fucking hated them being the tag team champions. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. despise. Because I the way I seen it was like, okay, cool. What I thought they could have did instead was why couldn't they have like Liv Morgan or whatever or whoever, like, you know, help her. Liv Morgan right? helping Becky might have been well, an even better move back then yeah. against damage yeah. control. That would have been cool. Yeah. Like are these older wrestlers coming back, they're not in ring I don't want to say out of shape, they're not in ring shape. But like look at the mass Lita holds it together, oh, yeah. but Trish Stratus is not ring ready. Yeah, you can Lita, see it. She, she does that sort of Hurricane Rana move uh, that she does with her tippy uh, toes. And yeah, it looks real she, goofy. Oh, you're talking about where she uh, does that kind of like the handstand? Yeah, she, she does a handstand from but, the bottom uh, ropes, and then yeah. she pulls her legs up. And then yeah. the uh, the person uh, who she's attacking 
shoves her their face into her feet because she can never quite get it right. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. Lita it, it looks cool doing her move. Yeah, Lita, Lita's still bringing it. The feet into the face is real. I'd be like, <laughs> I deserve hazard pay. <laughs> Just being honest here, man. Well, at least she's not. What's her name? Kafir from from AEW who takes off her socks. In oh, yeah. match. oh god! Imagine if it boots. was Matt Riddle. oh yeah uh but then after they lose uh, becky lynch came over to um to console trish stratus but as soon as becky turns her back trish stratus knocks her out and attacks her viciously and then walks off stage we're supposed to get a word this week on raw as to (gasps) why why did she do what she did Canadian. They did it for the Klondike bar. Backstabbing Canadians. Yep. You can't trust Becky Lynch and send her to the hospital. <laughs> i be honest. I did I did I did call it, but the way I called it was I didn't think she was gonna betray. I thought I thought Becky Lynch was gonna go heal. Mm. Which I was kinda hoping for. <laughs> no, I think we still love Becky Lynch a little bit too much. Yeah, no, oh, that don't whatever. matter. You can still be a heel and me and be loved. I guess. Look look at Rhea Ripley. She could pull some real Seth Rollins craziness. That'd be funny. Oh, that'd be wild. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, then we had an interview with Paul Heyman. My boy! Yeah. And Kathy Kelly tried asking him. Actually, I don't even remember what she tried asking him because he dodged the question entirely and responded with a kind of fucked up impression of her. He said, you know what? You don't need to be asking that question. The question you need to be asking is... Paul Heyman, what do you think about? And then he went on talking about how Solo's <laughs> going to fight Kevin Owens. All I could oh. think of was like, Kathy Kelly wants to deck this man right now so bad. <laughs> I love him. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, he's but yeah. An ass, but in the best way. <laughs> he's, he's really, he's really <laughs> he's nailing it. so good at it. I just, I love it. And he addressed the fact that uh, Solo Sokoa would be fighting Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens was Son's backup. Because flight delays had kept Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle from arriving on time, so they were not there to give him back to give him back against Solzakoa, and of course the Usos were going to be there as well. Uh, yeah, we go. Jet. go she had a private jet. I don't think that because you have a private jet, you can just tunnel through yep. the storms. That'd be a really shitty capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just going to defy Mother Nature. <laughs> no, I, I you yeah, rich jet. Mad, yeah, just uh, shoot some guns at it. It'd be good. Pew pew. <laughs> pew 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> we had another interview with Trish Stratus. However, Trish did not say a word. But instead, we kind of follow the camera around the corner to see Damage Control going backstage, and Bailey shows up to say that she was going to start be in a three-way fight with Piper and Mishin. Oh, but, that's gonna be a good. However, Io Sky put her foot down and said. Like, we're the ones that lost our tag teams. Why are you getting this three-way? So she said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go talk to Adam Pierce." So there's obviously some drama going on with damage control. And the three-way fight would indeed be uh, Piper Niven, Mishin, and EO Sky. I was fucking hyped. Pretty great. I love Piper, but also Mishin is pretty fucking rad, too. She's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. really like her entry song. I just remember liking because I still have that tab open trying to find it. <laughs> The only reason why I like her. Uh, the next fight was actually Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed, which I was very excited about because these are just two giant men slapping each other around. 
it's all I want out of wrestling. <laughs> uh, some some highlights are uh, Bobby Lashley trying to put the Hurt Locker on Bronson Reed, but being unable to do it just because Bronson Reed is so giant that he can't either can't reach his arms or Bronson Reed's just too strong to have his arms put up in that position. Uh, Lashley does manage to suplex him and at one point do a spine breaker, which was super great because usually, you know, the way the way Bronson Reed moves, it's like an unstoppable force. But Bobby Lashley did manage to be this immovable object and like stopped him in his tracks. And it's just like, damn, just the sheer strength to pick up a moving Bronson Reed and drop him on his on his ass is amazing. I was very Uh, surprised with this match. Uh, eventually their brawl ended up spilling out and they started fighting each other more than they wanted to get back in the ring and continue the match. So the, the match was counted out and they were disqualified. So it just ended there with no winner and what I'm assuming will be a continuing feud that I'm very excited about. We love to see it folks. That's definitely going to be a pay-per-view match. I would hope so. That's what I was wondering. I was like, this is such a good match. I want to see on pay-per-view. So I thought it was a really good move for them to, to end it with a count out. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like they're gonna. I don't want to see like either one of them lose on a fucking Monday, like a random raw. Yeah, exactly. I am kind of excited to see where that goes. Though. Either way, either way. <laughs> I, by the way, I also saw a interview on YouTube uh, with Bronson Reed, and he stayed mostly in character. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah, and he's love. kind of an angry asshole. It's great. Uh, I fucking love it. That honestly just makes me happy. <laughs> I love when I love when people just be in character. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened next was a Cody Rhodes response segment. Oh yeah, we haven't seen Cody Rhodes since he got his ass absolutely destroyed up and down by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I love that so much. No, he whipped his ass everywhere. Fuck oh, up. Uh, but Cody Rhodes came out to you know talk about it, and he did this whole speech, kind of summarizing his whole journey through wwe and how the whole time you know he's always he always knew what to talk about but now he was you know saying that like now he knows what he has to do he said uh, i'd be crazy not to be scared of brock lesnar but i still want to fight brock lesnar you're fucking stupid uh saying stuff like uh you know brock lesnar sees himself as a predator but soon enough after we fight at at um backlash to look in the mirror and see himself as prey, my prey. And can yeah, I just I say, like, Cody Rhodes knows how to work the fucking. Mm, yeah, does. Such a good speech. I thought it was. I thought it was great. It was like some action movie writing shit. Um, I don't know who does the writing, and I feel like a lot of people fall apart a little bit between writing and a little bit between performance. But Cody Rhodes sells the shit out of his little monologues. I love it. Yeah, he does. I love. I love. I love his promos. Like besides being a really good dope ass wrestler, do he can talk? Yeah, and um, there's been also some rumors that he's been looking for work in Hollywood, and I would I don't know I would be interested in seeing what kind of stuff he could do in movies. Mm. Him and Mia Goth. Oh, oh God, a Cody Rhodes Mia Goth movie. <laughs> I can just imagine. I wonder if his like speech pattern is just like how he just pauses randomly. Oh, I'm just imagining this in a horror movie. Like, <laughs> oh, I think we're going to die here. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my Cody Rhodes impersonation. Sorry. Oh, great. I always assumed that was just because you know when you're talking in front of a thousand people, a live thing, you just have to stop and make all of your points very enunciated. 
But you know, maybe he just does talks like that. I don't know. <laughs> I just I hope he talks like that because I would love <laughs> to see that in movies. What do you? Well, think? also I've seen interviews where he's a little bit more candid. I think he because he has just a little bit of a lisp, so I think yeah. he kind of talks slowly like that in order to to like keep it a little more under control. Yeah. Well, now I sound like a giant asshole. I actually do, honey. I actually do. Oh, just like that last episode. I didn't even realize he had a slight lisp. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. But he's overcome it very well. He speaks very well, is the thing. He's still it's still fun to hear him talk. Love. I love the smack talk between him and Roman Reigns. Oh, that was so good. I can't wait for more. I'll see how I, I hope Roman Reigns comes and weighs in on the feud with Brock Lesnar. I hope it's not a whole like if he's just ignoring it until it's done, I'd be a little un- annoyed. Yeah. Disappointed, yeah. And honestly, I hope that Roman Reigns had nothing to do with Brock Lesnar and that he was just a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just gonna fuck yeah. up his day. Oh, that's just... <laughs> true. It's been like a couple of weeks, and we still don't know why Brock Lesnar. We, uh, just... we know why. I mean, yeah, it's just the fact that oh, because Brock Lesnar. That's enough of an explanation. Well, that and also he probably was just like, yo, fuck this dude. Why did he get a title shot? And I don't. True. Well, Brock Lesnar did lose his title mm-hmm. to Roman yeah. Reigns. Okay, yeah. so I can see how he would take out his frustrations of almost like you know. At a certain point, Cody Rhodes is seen as slightly better than him, right? Because, yeah, because you know he almost beat Roman Reigns, <laughs> <laughs> except for a little bit of cheating. And then so Brock Lesnar's like, "Nah, fuck this guy, dude." So he just turned on him. I love it. I don't even want an explanation for why he did it. I just, <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly, I love we don't the really mystery of it. I love yeah. it. It's just he like not... what made Brock snap. We don't know. He just snapped. It, it's Brock. <laughs> it's it. Brock. It, it, I mean Brock. Brock. Um, that brings us to. I think my favorite match of the week, the Usos versus the Alpha Academy, which is an interesting matchup and reportedly a last minute change due to flight restrictions. Yeah. So this is a last minute addition, but I think it works really well. The last time we saw the Usos, they lost their titles at WrestleMania. So for them to fight a team that's kind of like half goofy, but also half kind of secretly really good. Makes for a really good match to see on a Raw, I thought. I loved it. This was super good. Um, we get some highlights. Otis, I think he moonwalked. It was it's hard to tell. <laughs> he well, like he got lessons from Carmella. He he kind of walked <laughs> he walked backwards into the through the entrance thing. And I was and I was like, is he doing a moonwalk? Is he just pretending like he's walking the wrong way? Either way, amazing. Um the match started with Jay against Otis. Otis being just an absolute unmovable object. I think Jay tried to suplex him. <laughs> Did not work. That was the funniest fight. He it struggled was... so much. <laughs> and I just, whenever the announcer's like, you're seeing parts of Otis that no one should ever see jiggle. <laughs> I just, I can't. Yeah, bro. It's, so it's like it was just a mosquito or something that was bugging him because like he just looks so unfazed by anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at one point, like Jay was trying to do like a like he had he grabbed his ankles like he was trying to pull him down and and like do a, a roll up pin. But Otis was just not having none of it. And he just strutted to the to the rope and was hot dogging. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fanboy. He's the best. Oh, another. Another quick note, um, one of my least favorite moves in wrestling is sort of like a standing spinning clothesline. 
like you'll see sometimes you'll see people do this where they like punch yeah, punch and then they do a spin they do like a 360 spin and yeah, they bring their yeah. arm around yeah. i i think that's something that would look cool in movies but i every time i've seen people do it in wrestling it just doesn't quite it's just a little too slow and a little too awkward and then wildly the closest i've seen to it working is when otis does it here at one point he throws jimmy against the ropes after throwing him he like kind of spins he did it backwards though he like spins his arm back and catches jimmy in a reverse clothesline and i thought it looked really cool so it's wild that a move that i thought never looks very graceful ends up working the best with otis of all people amazing oh, I, I love it uh otis does the worm that was <laughs> the tremor <laughs> oh so good yeah the announcers said i don't know if it's a worm a caterpillar or a trevor or a tremor monster <laughs> oh my otis is up there i think with my favorites yep same honestly honestly uh gable Hello. hits jimmy with a double decker neck breaker because otis has him on his shoulders but they eventually they managed to knock otis out of the ring and give him a double super kick getting him down for the count gable hits them from the top rope but Jay still manages to bring him back inside. They do one and done. Ooh, and the Usos win. And this was, this is wild. To the idea that the Usos almost didn't win and like of everybody to the Alpha Academy, I was losing my mind. I was so excited about this match. I yeah, was so uh, fucking good. Yeah, all I remember is this booing they won. Yeah, people were booing. People were, were getting so hyped about the Alpha Academy almost winning. Like they get, a, they did a lot of audience reactions, and the audience was losing it. No, I mean like us. Oh, <laughs> like, us! Yeah, yeah, yeah we us. were also booing. Everybody in the Discord was fucking pissed. I'm like, God damn it! Again, <laughs> even metal, the one betrayal. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I love you know I love the Usos. We the ones, but uh, ooh, you put the Usos against the Alpha Academy. I don't know. My loyalties <laughs> are frayed. <laughs> you know, I don't know who to pick. Uh, the next fight is Eosky, who, by the way, has a great entrance music, versus Piper versus Mishin. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I just Piper. Piper's great. So this was a good fight. We haven't seen Piper in a while. I think I haven't seen her since before WrestleMania. And yeah, Eosky is getting a little bit of time to herself, which is awesome because she really sells the shit out of it. I'm looking over my notes. I don't really, I don't have too many highlights. Um, I'm be honest, I don't really remember this match. I'll... <laughs> At one point, Piper Niven kind of like set EO up for a Hurricane Rana on Mishin. Piper managed to slam Mishin um, and almost get a pin, but EO Sky managed to do like a double moonsault from from the top ropes and got a flipping pin, which is very cool. Uh, and EO is like winning, uh, bleeding by the time she won, but we do have a win for EO Sky for the for triple threat. And we could tell that. Bailey was not too happy about it um, because it was her match and she didn't get to do that match. So it's interesting what they're doing here, especially after that drama or rumors that people were saying that Bailey might be leaving or that, you know, I think obviously damage control looked like it's dissolving. Hmm. Drama. We have some backstage interviews with Kevin Owens, which I thought was very funny because Kevin Owens interrupted the interviewer saying like, listen, I know what you're trying to talk about. You're trying to say, why am I going to fight the, the Usos with no backup? Listen, I got to fight the backup. Look at me. And he like shows the back of his shirt. And you know what Kevin Owens shirt says, right? Yeah. Yep. Just keep fighting. Yeah. I and he should. made. <laughs> I own his merch. 
If I didn't, <laughs> I would have to go and be like, it's too late to make a return. Perhaps I can find my... <laughs> so Kevin Owens being uh, obviously the merch guy again, right? He just looks like a guy who sells merch. He looks like the merch booth operator. And at this point, he's like, yeah, check out the merch, right? Just keep fighting. I'm going to go fight the Usos. And he's just doing this whole bit where he's like, guess what? Maybe maybe I'm not smart, but I got to fight. I got to fight. And he's just doing this really polite thing. But I'm still like, yeah, but you're still being like really, really toxically masculine about this where you're like, oh, I still have pride, don't I? But he was being very Canadian and polite about it. Oh, the Canadian. <laughs> They're so nice. Such wins. That's true. Cora does cause trauma. To yeah, how, how, many, how many Canadians have we met? Ain't nothing but nice. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You know what? I re- I re- I re- I re- Let's see. You got Cora, Row, probably a m- decent amount of. They're not nice. Where does this character come from? Just lies. I've been lied to. All right, catfish. Canada. Catfish and country. Imagine. Gaslight us into thinking that they're good people. <laughs> <laughs> and that we're the idiots. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, never. Magnus. They're the ones that started a whole sport that's secretly a chance to fight people. That is true. We did it better, though. Yeah, yeah we still beat their ass. Who won the Stanley Cup? I don't know, because I don't watch... <laughs> I only watch real sports. <laughs> All those yeah. Probably yeah. it was American. an American team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah America. Didn't, didn't the Golden Knights win it a couple years ago? Aren't they from Las Vegas? They live in a desert, and they're still better on the ice than you, Canada. <laughs> God damn. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, so Kevin Owens is fighting Solo Sokoa. Flight delays have caused Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle to not be there to back him up. So it's kind of a one on three. And very quickly, uh, Solo Sokoa starts going for Kevin Owens' ankle that he dropped a crate on last SmackDown. I have a question. Mm. Why was he worried about Sami Zayn and like Matt Riddle? Couldn't he just ask fucking Cody Rhodes to help him? Yeah, that's a good point. Cody Rhodes is in the building. But I don't know. Apparently, he's they're leaving him out of it, which is weird. Which kind of you know, kind of takes a little bit of the shine off of Cody Rhodes's uh, good guy baby face, right? Oh, but we know why. It's because drama. <laughs> it's because it's more it's more dramatic to see Kevin Owens as like you know in a pit of vipers against the Usos. Just think if Cody Rhodes, KO, and Sami Zayn like teamed up. Wait, who else? Or we could also have uh, is Rey Mysterio from Mexico? They all just teamed up. They could have a team called North America. North America, heck yeah! I mean, suppose yeah, good. I'll watch it. Me too. But yeah, so the whole fight was wild. Kevin Owens obviously favoring his leg. It like stops him from doing a cannonball at one point because he gets like halfway there and kind of collapses. Um, but he still managed wow. to really give them a heck of a fight. And in the end, when the ref's not looking, Jay kicks uh, Kevin right in the face with a super kick. Solo does a hit the. Solo Spike gets a pin. Uh, and as they're going to beat the crap out of Kevin Owens, guess who finally got their baggage claim? <laughs> Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle run from like the garage. They run <laughs> all the way into the ring oh and give them back up. Barefoot. Yeah. Barefoot and shit. Hell Barefoot. yeah. Well, you know what? Matt Riddle wouldn't have to take off his shit at the airports. Well, you know what's funny? I think he had his slides on as he was in the garage, but I can't I don't remember at what point he decided to like ditch them. <laughs> when he started running. <laughs> at some point between, you know, backstage and the ramp, he ditched his slides, which is very I was hyped. And that was the end of Monday Night Raw. How wild. 
I thought that was a really good roll. It was a pretty good roll. Much better than the last one. Oh, the last one was boring. Yeah, this one was. I like this one the best. Uh, but yeah, I think that will give us time to take a little break and jump to our sponsors. Do you want to say something, HelloFresh? HelloFresh <laughs> is being shy. They don't want to talk. <laughs> We're brought to you by Rage Channel Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man shave. Man shave. Welcome to man shave. Get sponsored by a mental hospital. That way. <laughs> mental hospital. We might. Uh, that way, maybe I can get like a room set. This podcast <laughs> brought to you by Bellevue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got them gripped on socks. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Grippy socks. <laughs> Grippy All socks. Right. So, All right. We'll right back. Oh, this. And we're back. Uh, you know, we should quickly note. So last episode, people might have noticed <laughs> that we were making allusions to sound effects or laughing at random points apropos of nothing. <laughs> so Discord has started this weird feature with soundboards within calls and our recording software does not pick them up. So we spent <laughs> we spent a good amount of time that was completely yeah. <laughs> hilarious, bro. But now we look a little bit nutty. You know what? It's not the worst thing. Oh, that's oh we, not that, that's the, I was going to say, that's the reason we look nutty? <laughs> Give me it. Oh. crazy as hell. You are. Lord, am I in? Well, technically, I'm hot. I'm, I'm behind me. I'm hot most of the time we record these. Awesome. Oh, Lord. <laughs> or drunk. One or two. Yeah, I had a little bit of whiskey to, to limber, up, limber up for recording. I'm beyond it. I'm living my best Florida man life. Hell yeah. Bath salts. Vessels eating eat all these people's faces for munchies. Living the dream, all right? Me and my crocodile. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about SmackDown? Yes. April 14th, SmackDown. So we started that match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out, showing off their titles. Yeah. And they sort of mention the, uh, the upcoming WWE draft. As they're kind of making a, a big thing out of this, as if it's going to be really shaking up the whole show. Although I honestly, I'm still not sold on the purpose of it because I would understand if maybe they were starting to like change up the roster of SmackDown and Raw. But it seems to me like people are pretty interchangeable on both of those shows these days. Like they're all oh, over the place. Oh yeah. I just hope they sign Snoop Dogg, new favorite wrestler. Yeah. Let's get Snoop Dogg in there. Could you imagine if they wrote like a story for him that he made it the whole way to the tops? Wow. He takes down Roman Reigns finally. Oh. <laughs> he, <didn't laughs> he does the people's elbow. That just uh, wins. I, 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 uh, I love it. I, I fucking hope not. I will interfere I, in that match. I suppose the one thing that will seriously shake it up is if they bring in some new people from NXT. Uh, I am very uh, unfamiliar with NXT, though. I don't have to watch it. So uh, There's some really great talent there. That's cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, pretty sure. Uh, NXT is also on the drafting where wrestlers can get drafted. Who gotcha. Will... Okay, so that'll be that would be a proper mix. I've just added. I, I think. I think. I'm not, don't quote me on it. But I think. Uh, the Usos came out and interrupted the talk. Uh, talking about how the bloodline is more dangerous than ever. Jay said more dangerous and more stronger, which is not grammatically correct. But we don't come to wrestlers for grammar. <laughs> He made fun of Sammy and did like a Sammy Zane impression at one point, which was funny. Bloodline. The Bloodline are hitting their bits. They're doing their bits lately. Uh, and then I think they were about to start a fight. And then they, I think Matt Riddle came out and cut it really even out the odds. So uh, 
That's about spooky, it. Spooky, yep. spooky loves Matt Riddle. Bruh. No. Bro, do you want to... Poor 20 Brown. you have any gummies? Man, <laughs> it's going to be so great. Mm. All right. But like me, me and Matt Riddle would be fucking... Oh, that man like, too mad, do you? Do you ever notice you don't you can't touch you can't look at your own nose, man? Like, oh, that's, that's, that's wild. You know what's even wilder? You're always looking stupid. <laughs> you guys would be the worst stoners ever. I know. <laughs> this is why I don't play stoner in movies, all right? This is why I don't smoke. Yeah, I do edibles. Drugs, kids. Oh that's their lead. Um but our first match of the day was Xavier Woods and LA Knight settling their beef with about, you know, broken controllers and shit yeah fuck you how dare you break up i always forget xavier woods name i always know i just know kofi and then the not kofi (laughs) justice for xavier he's pretty good though he's pretty fun he is good i just have a bad memory and i just loved kofi and then he's been back he hasn't been back he's oof yeah Yeah, hopefully he's okay legend has it that he's still on that chair Is that why he hasn't shown up lately? He's just on a chair back in 10 stadiums ago and nobody cared to check on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, Basically. can't touch the floor, guys. Exactly. Because if you touch the floor, floor is lava. There's a lot of I don't have a lot of notes on this fight. Uh, it was, you know, decent wrestling. It was nothing wrong with it. Uh, the, it ended with LA Knight trying to do a roll up on Xavier Woods, but the ref calling him out on holding on to his tights. Yep. But then while he was complaining about that, Xavier Woods did a surprise roll up to LA Knight. And because the ref was on the other side of him doing the count, Xavier Fuck Woods also him. grabbed his tights, but that actually got him the win. So uh, that was pretty cool. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know oh. why, but that just made this image pop in my head of just the wrestlers giving each other wedgies. I mean, that's basically yeah. what they were doing, yeah. yeah. I love it. do that all the time. Uh, more interestingly, Xavier Woods had a trombone that he was playing because he was just being a big goof about everything. I love it. I love it. Uh, he, backstage, we see a meeting going on between Gunther and the rest of Imperium. And all you just hear from off camera is just the trombone. And Xavier Woods, fresh off of his win with... Uh, uh, LA Knight just comes in and interrupts with his trombone playing and Gunther has to tell him like, like we're having a meeting what are you doing? And Xavier Woods kind of eggs him on uh, Gunther calls him a goof and says he doesn't deserve to be there but Xavier Woods is like well guess what I challenge you to your intercontinental t- title before the draft so oh shit so we're gonna have Xavier Woods versus Gunther that'll be really interesting I'll be with- oh how wild would that be that's That'd be weird. <laughs> It'd be really weird for Xavier Woods to take the title that Gunther defended successfully on WrestleMania. Oh my god! Oh, just on a random, random brawl. That'd be hilarious. Appeared out of nowhere and fucking jumped on Sheamus and McIntyre. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to challenge him. No, but Xavier Woods was feeling himself. He beat L.A. Knight, so he's feeling. Well, anyone can even Chuck E. Cheese. That'd be a that'd be a heck of a thing to get drafted. Is Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> Imagine if mascots start getting drafted. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh man, here's Chuck E. Cheese coming. <laughs> Come at the LA night with a chair. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's it's Wendy. It's Wendy from <laughs> Wendy's. From backstage. Yeah. Oh, my God. The pig. <laughs> always Wendy's, huh? You just can't. I always, always comes back to Wendy's. 
It always haunts me. It always haunts me. So what? When is this character going to be what? Red Hat? That's it? And pigtails. No, I guess. And whatever weird blue dress she had on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. I see that up. fucking image in my head in my nightmare. Oof. This character is Wendy. Uh, we also have a interview backstage. Or more of a spot on Sami Zayn talking to Matt Riddle. Because Matt Riddle will be fighting Solo Sokoa. Wait, that's not... Did Solo Sokoa fight two different people this week? Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. Jeez. Oh. So they're really... They're pushing Solo Sokoa really hard. And he's just kind of running through everybody. Now, at first, they didn't, he didn't have a match forever. Yeah. He's now stand there looking menacing. <laughs> now he's here that. every week. Every, every day. Every day of wrestling, he's been... Having stuff to do. So. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but Sami Zayn is telling Matt Riddle to like be careful. Kevin Owens says like, "What has being careful gotten you? Like, go all out, man. Go beat him." And Matt Riddle actually gets a little assertive. He's like, "Bro, listen, I gotta do what I gotta do." And then he like shoves like Kevin Owens a little bit. He's like, "I'm just gonna be myself, man." So Matt Riddle's getting getting hyped up to to do his thing. I don't know. Yeah. Matt Riddle's kind of growing on me a little bit. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's pretty good. He's weird. I, I kind of like a vibe with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, we relate to weirdness. So I've been watching Seamus's workouts. I may have said that before. And the episode with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is actually incredibly funny. Like during their little workout, he's just being annoying to Seamus in like a really stoner way. And he's just and Seamus is just trying to catch his breath during all the working out. I always, I always think like I think Matt Riddle is actually quietly like incredibly funny, like in a way that I think. I can't imagine, like, in a really quiet, funny, like, stoner way. It's weird to think about him being funny in, like, a big, loud, wrestling background kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, we had an interview with Judgment Day. Um, Kathy Kelly mentions offhanded that <laughs> the last uh, time we saw them, Zelina Vega embarrassed Rhea Ripley by Hurricane rana her. And that kind of set Rhea Ripley off. I thought Rhea Ripley was about to tear Kathy Kelly's head off because of that, <laughs> like, that comment. Yeah. She like embarrassed me. Who said that? And uh, so Dominic kind of stepped in and was like, no, 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 don't worry. Re- Mommy's got this. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, you lucky. <laughs> we get a little bit more. We get some words out of Damien Priest, who talks about how Bad Bunny put hands on his family, so he's not having any of it. Damien Priest also. Very good behind the mic. Oh Underrated. God. Yes, I agree. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad that... Gonna, hmm, I was going to ask, you think it's going to be Damien versus Bad Bunny? I fucking hope. A- absolutely, I believe so. Uh, fuck it, I, I think it is. Yeah. Good. Oh, I can't wait. I'm really happy. I'm really happy they're giving Damien Priest this push, especially since he's like the only member of Judgment Day that... I feel Did like he doesn't, right? he doesn't get a lot of attention, and he did not get a fight at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I hope they give him something. Yeah, they're giving him this forcer type of dude in the group. Mm -hmm. Ooh, they love their enforcers now, huh? Post WrestleMania, it's about Solo Sokoa, Damian Priest. Hell yeah, I can't wait. I'm into it. He's nailing it. Uh, so they come on stage. Uh, I forgot what they're even talking about. They're probably just talking shit about Bad Bunny. But the Latino World Order, led by Santos Escobar, comes out. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. Not led by them. What happens is Zelina Vega gets an entrance and shows <laughs> up and Rhea Ripley immediately hops to she jumps out of the ring and walks a little bit towards Zelina on the ramp because uh, she's yeah, already saying shit. And while Rhea's 
distracted and the other two are watching uh santos escobar and the rest of latino world order showed up from behind them and started beating them up oh i fucking loved it so we end up with a fight of just santos escobar versus damian priest and this is a really good fight uh you know it's it's your classic you know high flyer versus big guy match very similar to like Rey Mysterio versus la knight raw i loved it damian priest uh does a really huge kick by the way damian priest is super tall <laughs> yeah, he is, dude. That is huge. So he sells the those big kicks like as much as anybody else. He kicks Santos Escobar clear out of the ring, uh, just because he has such a huge fucking leg that when he puts it to him, he just knocks him right out. Uh, but Escobar manages to to give him a Hurricane Rana. He's giving him knees. He does a moonsault. It's all going pretty well. Uh, but eventually, you know, Dominic starts interfering and. Escobar like dives out and hits Dominic, but this kind of ins- you know gets Damian Priest all angry. He goes and attacks. Uh, Rhea Ripley grabs Escobar's leg and and keeps him from climbing up to the top rope. So Zelina Vega gives her another Hurricane Rana the yeah. same way where she oh I love it. knocks her into the barricade. And I think Rhea Ripley stayed down for a while, right? She yeah, was, yeah, she was like nursing her her wounds there, uh, and Damian Priest uh sets up the announcement table and i remember that's why he threw all the the tablets and stuff and it looks like he almost hit rhea ripley with the tablets as he was doing that oh yeah i remember we talked about it. like you know that my hitter yeah i don't think he actually manages to put anybody through the announcement table he kept trying to set it up but eventually he does get a choke slam on es- uh, escobar in the ring and he got the pin so here's 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 your uh here's your time spooky this is a rant why? about lwo why in the fuck do we not? Why do we keep jobbering out the LWO? Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of bringing it back if we're just going to jobber them out? Yeah. Like, it's driving me nuts. Like, let them win one match. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with with Judgment Day winning. Yeah, lunch like I'm cool with, I'm cool with, because I they're be, LWO. they need to be a at least, threat. Yeah, at least make at least make them win something. Because right now they don't look like they're really a match for Judgment Day. Right. Agreed. They outnumber them. <laughs> they do. They do outnumber them, and it didn't help them from cheating. Like, can we like, can we just, like make LWO bad guys and love cheat the win, please? Like, Ooh, just a little cheating, just a little a cheating, little bit. A treat. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give shit. They can be bad guys. I'm still cheering for them. Oh, that's right. So Damian Priest did rip up the announcement table like he was about to put Pablo. Oh, I said Pablo Escobar. Oh dear God, <laughs> Santos Escobar. <laughs> oh, wow, man. this match got deep. Santos Escobar through the announcement table, but Rey Mysterio's music plays, so they all put their eyes on the entrance. But Rey Mysterio, boom, kicks Damian Priest like from the crowd. He appears out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh yeah, I loved it. Uh, It was wild, and then he just starts fighting Dominic just straight up. So he's totally over punching his own son. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now he's like, I'm gonna beat your ass. He's beating him down. Oh, I loved it. I called him Pablo. I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. His, his name is Santos Escobar. It's so close. Zoom the corpse so that Pablo can go to WWE. I'm good. Oh boy. They're dead and shit. He's dead. Dear God. Okay. He's just not 
not even that funny, but in my head it just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. Let's just. <laughs> Ignore me. I'm just gonna just gonna mute out a second segment. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have Tater muted though. We're gonna be talking about Paul Heyman. We go back stage, oh. back to the locker room where uh Paul Heyman is hyping up Solo Sokoa to fight Matt Riddle. Uh talking about how you know these 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 guys they've been they've been embarrassing your ancestors. That's basically what he's getting at. He even tra- name drops Yokozuna. Rikishi, all the greats. And Solo Sokoa, in a moment of actually talking, puts his hand on Paul Heyman and he goes, tell the tribal chief, got this. So I was like, oh, oh, oh holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, you could tell he even like Paul Heyman looks struck, right? He looks like, oh my God, like intimidated by Solo Sokoa deigning to utter a word. It's wild. The first time that man spoke, I started watching wrestling. No, he had a commercial. Oh, that's true. He'd, in the that's WrestleMania, the uh, Goodfellas thing. Is that what you're talking about, Sweetie? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, he almost never talks. So it was yeah. pretty wild. Uh, uh, yeah, and he gives one hell of a one liner. Sure. I got this. Bro, uh, I, was like, oh, I was like, damn, this dude about to kill people. Oh, that is his job, practically, right? Whenever oh, they need to fucking knock heads. Next, we have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez just sort of celebrating their win. We just give them a little time. Hell yeah. And it, it is really funny because it does seem like they're like, so I don't know how we got here. Because <laughs> uh. they're very new. They're very new partners, right? They only partnered yeah. up because they won uh, respectively on their own matches leading up to WrestleMania to hit the four way. So they're just sort of thrown in together. But now they're tag team champions. And I love it. I, I really like this duo a lot. I'm totally for it. I like Liv Morgan. I like Raquel and I like them both together. Yeah, I fucking I love that duo too. I still hope, hope they get a team name. They do need Same. a team name. I still have not come up with an idea. The ladies. Nope, that's Excellent. awful. I hate it. <laughs> I hate nope, it too. too bad. The ladies. <laughs> the ladies. Uh. The ladies. You know, uh. the tall one and the not so tall one. <laughs> tall lady. Short lady. <laughs> uh, it was really funny. Raquel says, "Thank you, thank you for letting me use you as my own personal weapon." And, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, Liv says I'll always let you throw me into people. It's just weird but funny. I love it because that is their sort of secret weapon. Is Raquel's just giant and just throws Liv around and they get <laughs> shit done. Oh my Honestly, god! That's uh, yeah, amazing. love it. Big fan. Um, they get interrupted by a couple of wrestlers who I think, if I were to name them, would be the Karens. <laughs> Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green come out and let them know. Wait, why are you the tag team champions? You didn't beat the tag team champions. Lita was not there. So they actually call out that fact and basically demand respect. And I assume there's going to be an upcoming match between these two, these two teams. Very excited about it. Yeah, that's going to be a dope match. They're going to ask to speak to the manager. <laughs> exactly. That's literally what they do. That's Chelsea Green has spent most of her screen time that I've seen her trying to annoy Adam Pierce, which is very funny. Like, and Adam Pierce is just like, God help. So I think they even did like a bit once, right? Where Adam Pierce like walks into a room, he sees Chelsea Green's there and he turns around and walks right the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny. That's amazing. Um uh, dude, uh, uh, I love it. But yeah, so I, I think this fight will be good. I miss Carmella a little bit because she was even more that like Karen attitude that Karen 
energy. Last I heard, she was injured, and we haven't seen her in a while. And I think it was like a leg injury too. So it seems like these leg injuries really put people down for a long time. Oh no! she'll still moonwalk. Oh, they do break out into a fight for a little while. But I think you know, obviously, they'll be making this official very soon. Our next segment is very exciting. We have the return of Shinsuke Nakamura from New Japan Wrestling versus Madcap Moss, whom is hyped up by his wife, lady. person uh, i'm not sure if it's his wife um but Man, she i think her name's emma remember i didn't write it down emma tries to tell madcap moss that he got this spoiler <laughs> he don't got this nakamura made an absolute jobber out of him uh well he did give him like he did give him something like in the beginning a little bit yeah he he looked like he was like shaking off right like he was like like shaking off the cobwebs he gets beat up a little bit but he pretty much Takes control really quick and wins. Uh, Madcap Moss gets a little angry and like attacks him afterwards, like when he's got his guard down. But he still gets just destroyed. This is very rare. I feel like, and the number one rule of wrestling is if you get attacked unknown, you you go down real quick. Uh, but not not Shinsuke Nakamura. He reverses it. He puts him in an arm bar, and um, his manager has. Pulls Madcap Moss out of the ring for him, out of the armbar. So that was Shinsuke Nakamura's debut, which I, I was kind of hoping to see a little bit more, but hopefully we'll see a little bit more as we go on. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, the next immediate thing was a a promo video by Karrion Cross, where they have Shinsuke's face on a tarot card, uh, and they say, I think, TikTok, TikTok. As in, just you know, as if they're coming after Shinsuke Nakamura. So I'm very excited about that oh, matchup. That's what I mean. More backstage stuff. The Viking Raiders attack Ricochet and Braun Strowman, knocking them into shit. Oh, that was fucking amazing. Bahala egging them on. And yeah, they just absolutely destroy them. So I guess there'll be that match coming up soon. Honestly, Valhalla has the coolest job. I wish I had that. Like two like brutes. I'd just be like, yeah, fight him. Like, I'm not fighting you, but fight him. <laughs> like, how do I get her job? I want her job. She's like a Pokemon trainer of giant men. Great. <laughs> go giant Viking scary man. Married. Oh, is she? Okay. I know, yep. Yeah. I which one. That's cute. Just a part of the rice. I will say, they've kept this uh, this rivalry going for a long time now, huh? Yeah. Like, they've had Ricochet fight the Viking Raiders one-on-one. Um... They've fought in tag teams before. They've fought in tag teams with one of them backing up, and vice versa. It's been all over the place, and they're still they're still just attacking these people backstage. Uh, uh, it's gone on for a while now with very little change. I love it, but yeah, I'm not not into it. It's just it's just uh you know they're just doing it more. Yeah, that brings yeah. us to the main event. Yes, Solo Sokoa versus Matt Riddle, the original bro. Oh yeah, I thought it was nice. Before the match starts, Paul Heyman announces that the tribal chief has authorized him to say that there will indeed be a rematch for the tag team titles between the Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh shit! And then I think that's... He, did he say something like, "What was that? What did he say during that though?" Look like the Usos. oh, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I can't recall exactly. I remember just thinking it was really weird. Like he was saying like. Like you two are gonna be gone, but he was kind of looking at the Usos while he said it. It was it was really weird. It's very ominous, like as if he was actually threatening the Usos more than he was threatening 
Sami yeah, Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. We were watching it. I was like, Yo, what the fuck? I don't know if that was on purpose or a camera know. trick, but it was really weird. It was very odd. But yeah. So Matt Riddle starts this fight trying to take out Solisakoa very fast. He puts him in three different sleeper holds before dropping him to his knees and then getting one more sleeper hold. But Solisakoa finally gets him out of that. Bro, that's, oh, that was hilarious. Uh, the referee ends up having to re- to eject everybody because the Usos will not stop distracting. <laughs> oh my god! Which is is pretty wild to see. Like the ref is just like you know, just get the fuck out of here, all of you. What are you doing? We're having a fight between these two people. Y'all are ruining it. Um, and after fighting for a little while, the Usos just come right back. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is like, weird. I was like, can they even do that? Yeah, like he re- he ejected y'all. If you come back, like, shouldn't they stop the fight? Should they disqualify Solo? Like, they just yeah. it's, they're like, all right, fine. I mean, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come out immediately too because they're like, well, if they're out there, we're gonna be out there. Fuck this, <laughs> and they did. Yep. No one says shit. Oh, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a- oh, I cried so hard watching that because that made me laugh. Yeah, so Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and this was just immediately start actually fighting between themselves instead of really interfering. But Matt Riddle gets to the top uh, rope and dives on the Usos out of the ring, which, you know, is cool for him because he's such a bro. He, he's helping out his buddies, but it proves to be his undoing because when he gets back in the ring, Solo hits him, catches him in a kick, gives him the spike, and then gets the pin. And eventually, you know, because he's the enforcer, he's here to f- solve the problems. He brings Matt Riddle out and he puts him through the announcement table, or he drops him on it, and then he grabs the table and upends it on top of Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle looks pretty beat up from it. Bruh, I was so confused. Like, why? Why did you even look? Like, why did you even like get involved? You better get like, you in the middle of a match. Focus on the match, Riddle. Yeah. Well, you know they just can't help it when there's stuff going outside, out the ring. But if he would have ignored him, it's not very bro of him. Yeah. He's being a bro. Yeah, yeah. I think I, you know what? I wasn't, I was, it was so chaotic. I couldn't really tell if maybe it was just very obvious that the Usos were getting the upper hand on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens that made Matt Riddle feel like he had to interfere. Maybe. By the way, it's, we see Matt Riddle is putting himself on the line for these dudes and it ends up hurting him in the long run. So I wonder if Matt Riddle is not going to be too happy with these guys. There's already some drama going on with that weird segment backstage. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, cause the last thing we saw was Sammy being like, Hey, just, we just need you to be careful, man. And Kevin Owens was like, no, go all out. And then Matt Riddle was like, no, bro, I'm going to have to like be myself. Okay. So, oh, yeah. so this is, this is a shaky relationship. Is what I'm saying. And it got worse now. So we'll, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. I can't wait too. But that was Friday night. Smackdown. What what a week. WWE. Woo! Good. I enjoyed it. Any favorite matches? OTs. Favorite moments? Yeah, I gotta say. That was that was probably the best one all week. Well for me my favorite moment was the LWL, but that was still pretty great too, for sure. Like when they came out and then drop kicked them and then they just ran out the ring. I was like, yes. (laughs) Oh yeah. You guys want to talk a little bit about AEW? Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah, uh, let's see. Some highlights of AEW are uh, the blood feud between the Blackpool Combat Club, led by John Moxley, and the world, and the elite, and yeah, and everybody, literally everybody. He's he's pissing off everybody. The man's, uh, trying, the man's trying to murder every fucking body, bro. 
He they they attacked Hangman Adam Page backstage, and also meanwhile injuring Don Callis by oh. putting a huge gash in his head, which was an accident. But obviously they they wrote it into the story, which is very cool. Um, Kenny Omega is having none of it, and even sends like a threatening video message to John Moxley. And after their fight, because the Backpool Combat Club is just attacking the last members of the elite who I did not even know were wrestlers. I thought they were just managers. <laughs> uh, they were just absolutely destroying them. But Kenny Omega came out for the save and distracted them long enough for the young bucks to show up behind them. And so as they're getting the upper hand finally on the Blackpool Combat Club, they give Kenny Omega a screwdriver. And Kenny Omega comes at John Moxley and puts a screwdriver through a turnbuckle and it would have been John Moxley if John Moxley's uh, buddy hadn't saved him. <laughs> Wild, bro. So I was like, bro, you were going to kill John Moxley. This is which is one super entertaining, but two kind of silly because it's like, shoot, is someone going to call the cops? Like, this is this is murder. <laughs> that was attempted murder that just happened. Oh, boy. Um, but it's very it's getting pretty wild. I love it. The outcasts are continuing to attack. The whole women's division. They're basically the female version of the Blackpool Combat Club. As well, Be- trying to stab people. They're beating up everybody, except instead of making them bleed, they're spray painting them. <laughs> yeah. With L's for losers. Uh, so Riho and Sky Blue lost to them in a tag team match. And as they were getting spray painted, Jamie Hayter came out and then Britt Baker came out. One on, I don't know why they're doing it one by one, but eventually they managed to finally chase off the outcasts. That was pretty. They do uh, a lot, like motherfuckers yeah. come run out, and like one come run out after. Like y'all could easily just came out together. Yeah, but then whose music would play? True. Makes a good point. True. You, gotta, <laughs> you gotta hear the licensed song. There's a cooldown. There's a cooldown on the entrance thing, right? Because once, unless you're in a tag team, if you're a tag team, you get to play the same entrance music. But oh. if you come out one, you know, if you come out alone, you have to like, oh shit, wait, I have to wait about ten seconds for this thing to. <laughs> That's how I think it works. <laughs> I'm good because I don't know. I don't have any rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Another funny segment was on Rampage when uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society came to kind of ag- antagonize the Acclaimed even more. As we know, they've been trying to recruit the Acclaimed, but the Acclaimed denied them. So they are turning their backs on the Acclaimed. They did like this fake rap thing where, um, what's his name? Daddy Magic. He, he did a, a really horrible, awful, like, hilarious rap and i don't really remember the words but at one point he's you know he said made a, a allusion to how hard his nipples were for being for winning you know <laughs> and he, you know he talks like oh. super he talks like super new jersey he goes sports entertainers okay you know that's how he does that's how he did the whole rap uh i fucking love it uh but the acclaimed came out and instead of, they were about to start rapping you know how um how he goes he starts he always starts off with listen listen and then he does the rap yep. this time he was like listen ah forget it and then he just throws the the mic and they all rush into the stage and beat the crap out of the jericho appreciation society oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. it was great um daddy ass through uh name the big guy uh, you know the guy with the purple hat hager hager yeah yeah he threw him like right over the banister and <laughs> that guy's tall so i i was kind of worried for whoever the audience <laughs> member behind him <laughs> <laughs> I remember just getting murdered. Um, you know. So, um, 
Bowens? Is that his name? The main acclaimed guy? Yeah. He gets the mic and he's like, well, hey, we heard your uh, nipples are hard, so we have a solution to that. And then Daddy Az brings out an actual pair of scissors. Oh, my God. So they hold him up and they threaten to, like, cut his nipples off, I suppose. But the rest of Jericho Appreciation Society pull him out. He looks really shook and they walk off stage. Oh, and, it, and the acclaim did the scissoring thing. Uh, Scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. I love it. Buddy Matthews challenged Orange Cassidy for the Intercontinental title, but lost. I felt like he still won, but whatever. I would have been so excited for that, but uh, I don't know. They're, they're, pushing, they're pushing Orange Cassidy really hard. He's like an invincible man. Yeah, I don't really like him. Like, I don't, it's I fine. I don't, like, I don't like him, but I feel like there's. Yeah. I'm like, way more into the House of Black altogether. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The House of Black are dope. Yeah. I'm like, they're like the, they're like what Judgment, sh- Judgment Day should have been. If Judgment Day was a little bit more edgy, yeah, they'd be yeah. awesome. That would be cool, so. I like it. I like them. Uh, and that's about it. Those are all the notes I have on AEW. Obviously, there's a lot more. We could talk all day, but those are just the highlights. Oh! I don't remember a whole lot of AEW, to be honest. No, it starts, it starts to all blend together. Truthfully. Uh, but it's still pretty fun. Good watch. So much wrestling. So little time. So much wrestling. We have to, we have to talk about it. Guys, sure. what are we going to do with all this wrestling? Let's talk about it. We're going to make a podcast. Yeah. It's never been done before. Yeah. No, We're right. the only oh. wrestling podcast. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. All other ones fake. fake news. Don't double check that. I don't want to hear it in the comments. We're the only <laughs> wrestling podcast. Yep. Only, <laughs> only one. All right. We the best. We the ones. All right. That's all I'm we saying. the ones. Every other wrestling podcast says that. We'll fight them. Hell yeah. Watch culture. Uh, or yeah, suck at what culture. Come get me, Simon. <laughs> Come on, nice yeah. Aren't you going to fucking threaten to be under people's beds or some shit? In your closet. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, chilling. Yeah, yeah. And I think that does it for us. Uh, you know what we forgot to do last time is um, spooky. Say bye, but as Macho Man. Hold up. All right. Ooh, all right. Ooh, all right. Think- oh, yeah. We ended this episode, but we'll be back. Again, because we the, we the ones, and you the two. Oh, yeah, I fucking think. Tater, say goodbye as Macho Man. Oh, no. My my lungs hurt still from Pablo Escobar. <laughs> 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 Shit. Um, oh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Well, there is madness to be had everywhere. Oh, yeah, all through every podcast you can hear about, but the cream rises to the top, and we are that cream. And- we love you. We'll tell you. See you next time. Goodbye. I like you. I don't love you. Bye. I find you.